was in honor of two of the Atlanta's fucking monsters representing their shit You're on that not platform. a monster, though. I, you look like a basic middle-aged white woman. I'm a basic middle-aged white woman. Every time! And I know, but that's not fair because you also aren't dressed very well either. And you're either. basic too! Oh, I'm look at these hairy legs, motherfucker! Let me just say this. The moment that we start saying you're not a monster and you are, defeats the whole purpose of the competition. Exactly. So let's, let's just give it a minute to, to feel each other out before we start getting crazy. Put the scissors down. <laughs> I'm not... She's threatening us with scissors! All I want to say... See, I'm not, but I don't look at myself as the typical Dragula queen. No. But, but at the same time, I... But had, you're you. You're but authentically all us, you. But all of us, because we're in some way different, have paid a price locally, right or wrong. Right. So we all deserve to be here just based on that. Right. We Whether all got or not, here we're all talented at the same level. And here we are in season two of Dragula. Uh, finally... Yeah, and I, 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 you know, I gotta say, um, seeing this format, it it takes a little bit of getting used to, but I like the the terminology. Mm-hmm. Um, this quote, uh, this is our clip of the week. This is obviously Erica Clash, kind of breaking it down, kind of like stopping the conflict, being the adult in the room, um, and and really calling out the queens for what. Uh, what I think is like an essence of this show in the sense of like, yeah, these are not even drag race freaks. These are the freaks f- like that aren't even accepted into that community. Right, right. Like Sharon Needles is the tip of the iceberg. Yes, yeah, exactly. Erica Clash is an interesting character that I'm I'm interested in exploring this season because she she's an adult in the room, but she's also school as fuck. Oh, I hear school as fuck. I uh. see, um, I see a lot of Jade Jolie and I don't want to, yes. I don't want to keep doing that, but like, I see her. No, if you closed your eyes, you'd be like, Jade Jolie? Well, and even yeah. opening my eyes, like I see just the colors mm-hmm. and I don't know why I think when I think of Jade Jolie, I think of like blue, like electric blue and those she's, kinds yeah, of colors. Yeah. She makes me think of that look with the hair coming out everywhere. The ones that she lip synced in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she does. Jessica a, Frank. Yeah. Like, she, uh, Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jessica Frank. <laughs> Jessica Frank is like this offshoot. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Frank was my, uh, was one of my choir teachers in Oh school. yeah. Yeah. She loved dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Erica is, um, yeah, she. I think she and Jade also kind of do a lot of that, like cosplay, anime-inspired drag as well. So yeah, there's actually a lot of connections. Um, I liked that this came up early. This sentiment of like, once we get into who's a monster and who's not, we've lost the point. Right. Let's establish this like ten minutes in. Yeah. I mean, I like the point where she's like, we all come from a local drag scene mm-hmm. where like. It's not. It's yeah. it's hard. The one thing we all have in common is we definitely don't fit in. So like, let's not all come here and say you don't fit in here. Right, right. Like you've missed the point. Right. It yeah. was crucial, I think, for someone to just like be like, stop. Yeah. Because nobody was stopping it, which was no. also kind of odd. But I guess that's yeah. like a mob mentality. Mm-hmm. We and, we see yeah. that in the in the second episode, which, which I think we'll talk about uh, later. But um, yeah, I appreciated Erica Clash not only for this uh, interaction, but the, but when she was kind of mediating Abora and bitch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I liked when she was like, oh, "Girl, I think the problem is your boyfriend." Yeah. Well, yeah. She's like, you know, I'm not one to talk about relationships, but like, just as a side note, yeah. like that's probably not. Yeah. I think the thing you're focusing on is like ancillary. Yeah, yeah. To like the bigger issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll definitely talk about that. But um, yeah. So we have these these freaks of freaks yeah. on this show, mm-hmm. um, and hosted by the Boulet brothers. Um, this is gonna be a good season. You know, I. I love when bitch refers to Abora as that artist over there. Oh, that, that artist moment. in the corner. That's when I was like, 
okay, we've got an interesting story yes. in our hands. We've got a character to watch. Yes. There's a real, I mean, obviously we all know, spoiler alert, we know bitch wins. What? <laughs> to break it to you, but uh, felony doesn't come back. The bitch wins. Yeah, yeah. The bitch. <laughs> you got to give it to her. Yeah. <laughs> the bitch still got it. What's the quote? It's um, oh, it's some drag race quote with the bitch. Ugh, I can't think of it now. The I'm bitch. He- the bitch. The bitch. Something. It's I- it's it's Moni Cart. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, the, um, the bitch. The, the bitch, bitch turned it. The bitch turned it. The bitch turned it. it. Yeah, That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so I feel like. The only reason I bring up that spoiler now, I, I'm sure everyone knows it, but the only reason I bring it up now is because season two of Dragula is very much, there's this narrative of kind of the, the I don't know, the setting of bitch pudding. You know, it start, you gotta, when you make pudding, you got to put it in the fridge and let it set. Right. This, she shows up sloshy and then sets throughout the season. And I feel like I'm kind of watching bitch pudding in a way. Okay. And exploring what drag races explore. Not drag race. Ugh. Take a drink every time I say drag race, drag race instead of Dragula. What drag, Dragula is trying to tell us about bitch, especially because she enters looking so mainstream. Right. There's just this like really a basic white woman. Yeah, like a basic white woman, <laughs> middle aged white woman. So it's yeah. almost like it almost makes sense that I keep saying drag race because it's like she fell out of the world of drag race. Sure. She kind of looks like Sasha Bell. You know, oh, kind of. Yeah, totally. Right? I get that. I get that. And she falls into the world of Dragula, and you're like. Oh, how this bitch gonna do? Right, no pun this intended. bitch. Yeah. yeah, and meanwhile, this piece. This piece. <laughs> yeah, this piece. <laughs> and then you have a queen like James Majesty. Who oh, could who is easily? I mean, I call her uh, Miss Fame Majesty. Yeah. Oh, and she could easily be Fame's Majesty. on Drag Race with oh, her personality. Oh, completely. Yeah. 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 She's uh, she to me so far is the the cattiest. Yeah. She's I guess you could say the Fame Monster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, Monster. All right, Mary. Yes, all right, Mary. Yeah. Well, you didn't, you know, shove a crucifix up your crotch, did you, Mary? Did you, Mary? And then I was like, and I really love bitch now. <laughs> if you're going to say Mary. Yeah, if you're going to say Mary, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, you know, before we jump into uh, this whole new underworld, mm. uh, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, speaking of saying the word Mary, this is, of course, another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BDB TV show. And I'm Johnny. And I am Colin, and we are, of course, starting our spooky recap of Dragula Season 2. And, yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this, that, like, between this and Drag Race Thailand, remember Drag Race Thailand? Oh, my God. Remember the Ozone? Um, (laughs) That it it feels like this interesting... like these, these these interesting choices after the first six months of 2018 and and All Stars three and season ten and mm-hmm. all of the kind of like disillusionment people had along the way or the new conflicts we were presented with in Drag Race yeah that we're taking this like extended like respite into other drag right and I think it's smart because I think otherwise we could get really mired in like oh Drag Race ain't what it used to be well it's like there there's a whole whole plethora of queer people that are dealing with so many other types of issues Mm -hmm. right and that even mainstream queer culture is somewhat kind of uh uh i I, i'll use the word oppressive i don't i can't think of another word but um that it kind of pushes things aside yeah well i I think it's um you know what i I guess i'll use the boule brothers because in a recent interview they said that drag race in a sense kind of waters down yeah i was gonna say that it it kind of um wears down some of the nuances right because it, it over time, something naturally has to uh, develop a sense of formula. Sure. And so a sense of routine, a sense of parameters and boundary lines. And I think that Drag Race has really started to establish that. Mm-hmm. And so I think 
in comparison, like when I hear about season three of Dracula and the rumors of drag kings and, right. uh, you know, um, cisgendered female queens and things like that, it's just like, okay, yes, that is exactly the right direction to go, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, and yet, and also at the same time feels responsive to what's not on Drag Race. Absolutely. That being said, I don't want Dracula to be kind of this like, Anti-drag race? Yeah, or always compared to drag race. It's totally its own beast. No, no, yeah. Yeah. For it to be compared to drag race, I think in the sense that it's a reality television show about queer people, we can compare it. Yeah, of course. Um, But I don't think... Yeah, they're presenting new ideas Mm -hmm. uh, because I think Dragula is... um, It's less about RuPaul's thesis of turning gender on its head. Yeah, I don't You know think, what I mean? It's I turning gen- culture on its head. Yeah, I don't think gender is really a factor here. It's not. I mean, yeah. sure, the, the these monsters that they're creating are probably what? cisgender female. Sort of. I mean, Apora's look in the second episode right. was more ma- male to me. Yeah, I mean, it's very kind of... Um, just trans. I mean, yeah. it's all it's all very fluid. Yeah, um, I mean, certainly the first week's runway, that, oh the sentiment runway, like... Be, well, beyond human, beyond gender, beyond you know, bald queens, yeah. galore. I mean, they were just they were of the dead. Yeah, all so your the, gender doesn't matter when you're dead. Yeah, like like <laughs> the little things that are kind of like um, surprising or or kind of a wow factor on Drag Race. They were kind of like par for the course in Dracula. Sure. It's like, well, yeah, of course she's bald. Big deal. Next, right? You right know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, she's got blades coming out of her back. Right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> she's bald. She does bald. Yeah. She doesn't have a face, Mary. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Her rip. Her lips have been ripped off. Yeah. I'm not worried about her hair. Yeah. You know, and I will say, I love the idea uh, or introducing the idea that uh, that Monica Shame or excuse me, Monique Shame. Monique Shame. Um, Monica Shame. Yeah. <laughs> Um, may Monica I call you Monica? Um, so that that Monique brings of like being a mask queen. Yeah, the whole and like, I think of mask for mask, but then it's like okay, mask queen. Right, right. Yeah. And I guess it's a whole like tranimals thing. And I didn't, I meant to look it up. I don't know tranimals. anything about tranimals. Yeah, me neither. I know it's a form of drag. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna act like I know more than that. Um, uh, but Willem knows about tranimals, and I was like, well, good for you. All right, Willem. Reference queen of her own. Quit drag. <sighs> yeah. Um, so let's let's dive in. Sure. Um, let's talk. So so oh Marys, let's orient you on what's happening. We're talking about episodes one and two today. Yes. The idea being that the some of the drama kind of overlaps. I think each episode um, it lends just enough, you know, for us to really queen out on to do two in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as an introductory episode, I think combining these two is is good because we see a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say the one that I heard nothing from, maybe three sentences, was Felony. Yeah. Yeah. She really, like, I kept forgetting about her. I was like, oh, yeah, Felony Danger. Yeah. Uh, or Felony Dodger, excuse Tony me. Tony Dodger. I, well, I guess there you go. And yeah. I kept thinking it was Farley Granger, which is an old Hollywood actor. So Hermione Granger. Y- yeah, so it really goes to show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I do want to say um, the Bully Brothers open with something that grabbed me completely, which mm-hmm. was basically a parody of the Mommy Dearest uh, Pepsi scene. Yeah, yeah. I, I noted I like the way that Mommy Dearest can be weaved into so many different iterations of queer culture. Sure. Um, I also love that the boardroom was just all these like dick pigs in suits. Yes. Like some of those guys you're like, when I'm looking like that one main guy, I was like, all I'm seeing is like you in like leather chaps telling me to like get on my hands get on and knees. Your, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I love, you know, Dragula throughout always has this kind of like 
wink at kink uh-huh. you know and oh, i yeah. and i love that right like you know in, in episode 2 there's like a poppers joke mm-hmm. and it's just like oh this feels they're okay with it well, and, it's and netflix I, yeah, or, I, you know or it's 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 amazon right know? or it's just that sense of almost kind of when we talk about like the annexed gay culture it's mm-hmm. kind of like they're not trying to make sure everybody gets these jokes right you know right yeah yeah i definitely hear that um yeah so they open with that uh and Horror is very campy, right? I think Mm -hmm. that horror movies, especially, I I don't know if this is true for you, but horror movies for queer kids, there's like a thing there. Oh, I was obsessed with them as a kid. Yeah. 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 And and whether it's because um, we see the the football player and the cheerleader get killed. Right. Or if it's just because uh, villains are often, uh, or killers and villains are often portrayed as kind of queer. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's always been the trope of the, like, the final girl, and it's often, like, the girl who doesn't fit in. Right. Or the girl who's kind of a weirdo, or, or, you know, you don't expect her to get through it. Right. And I think as a kid, I really appreciated someone getting through a really difficult situation who didn't look like they could. Right. I think, you know, with all the conflict in, in my parents' marriage and, and just like being bullied and all of that, I think subconsciously I was, the thing that drew me to horror movies was seeing the final girl survive. Sure. Because sure. it was like, she got through, she got through. Yeah. You know? and, and even in a case of like Carrie mm-hmm. where the monster is queer, but she's also, you know, and she doesn't survive, but she's also the one that you, right. You, you relate with cause she's the, the freak. Mm-hmm. And I always connect with Sue as the one who was nice to her. She was nice to her. And the craving for the one who yeah. was nice. She was also, know? yeah. Even though she fit in, but then was rejected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think of a scream with Sydney Prescott who mm-hmm. was, you know, her, her mom died. Yeah. And, well, and scream was so much about taking all of those ideas and then putting them in quotes, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and like, yep, here's this concept. And now we're going to like be like really self-aware about yep, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so uh, what I want to talk about. Oh, before we kind of jump into the episode, I think we should talk about the cast not being out of drag. Yeah, because we don't really see any of them to like the top three right. out of full drag. That's when it starts to. Yeah, they start to. I mean, mm-hmm. This episode, none of them, or the first two episodes, none of them were out of drag. No, and I love half drag. Yeah, if, I don't know if that's the term, but I call it half drag. I love face and no hair. You know. So what do you what do you make of this? I mean, you know, part of it is just, is to me there's elements of like you know what their identity is on the show, mm-hmm. not kind of stripping the monster away too much. You know, create keeping the kind of there's never really an untucked. You know, so to speak. Sure. There's the boudoir, but like. I don't even know what they're really doing in the boudoir most of the they're time. They're just sitting around making yeah, They're footage. literally waiting. Yeah, yeah, they're waiting to put their makeup on. Yeah, or finish. Um, so I feel like it's it's just a matter of not... It doesn't remove the illusion that they're creating. And especially mm-hmm. with something that's horror-themed, there's this like commitment to an aesthetic. Okay. You know? Um, that I think if it was just then everyone in their like normal H&M sitting around drinking a Gatorade with like, you know, some duct tape on it so you don't see the label, it's like, oh, now you've lost the illusion. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about Drag Race, which I think, you know, I think we can, even though I don't want to compare them because I don't think this is the comparison. But like, if you're talking about Drag Race, the transformation is what's like, <gasps> wow. Yeah. And then here, it's not really the transformation that we're wowing. We're wowing what the performance is, like mm-hmm. this this floor show. My two favorite words. Floor show? I- <laughs> Floor show does the same thing to me as other things that could be said. I'm like, oh, yeah. Floor I totally show. want a floor show. A floor like, show. Floor show. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a gymnastics term, isn't it? 
the, um, the floor show. It's like a, oh, like oh that, the, maybe that, is that the mat? That's like a, a, a mat routine. Mat routine. Mat floor, routine. Ru- floor routine. Floor routine. Sure, okay. yeah. But oh, a floor show. I just what it tells me is like, oh, there's going to be a whole fucking thing. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, so. Yeah, so I think the transformation aspect is out, and it gives us the focus on what these artists, because mm-hmm. that's what they are. These artists are bringing. We don't necessarily meet the artist, which I think is interesting, um, but. The other thing that I think is important to note is that the Bully brothers never appear out of drag. No. And I think that for them, I think it's them also kind of imposing, not imposing in a bad way, but that idea of separating a character from who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think about the drag race girls that are, no pun intended, dragged. Uh, while being on the show or off the show and they there's really no protection because people know who they are in and out of drag yeah whereas here you have you you do have kind of the queer escape to protect yourself yeah i think it's tricky because i think um that there is that whole element of of maintaining some safety but then i think there's also just the element of like what what draws in fans like you know i mean i think that you know at least more I think a lot of drag race fans, for example, if we're going to compare that, I can't really speak to like the Dragula fan base and like what they're like, what the trends are. Sure. Um, but I feel like in general, um, I see a lot of people connecting with, they love, they love the human connection. Yeah. They, oh, we love that. Yeah. I love, oh, I identify, you know, oh, the square boy elements yeah. of you and me and like that, that develops the dedication. Whereas I think with drag, Dragula, where you, if you keep a layer of drag on, you kind of identify with them the way you do like. A cartoon character. Yeah. You know? Well, and I was just going to bring up um, Marge Simpson, mm-hmm. uh, Julie Kavner. Mm-hmm. Julie Kavner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't appear on camera when right. she's doing the voice. Right, right. Um, and I I kind of respect that because mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense, like if I'm going to fall in love with a character, yeah, I could fall in love with the artist doing the character, but mm-hmm. th- it seems like Dragula is pushing, and the Boulay brothers especially, are pushing not just the separation of their fame versus their personal lives, mm-hmm. um, but also like if you saw them in their humdrum, you know, Nikes and, and mm-hmm. you know, T-shirts. Well, you know, they're Nikes. Sorry, oh, Mary. man, you know. Oh, God, I can't even start. I can't even either. I, there's so just much, don't do it. <laughs> there, there's so much in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, what if to it, it would almost kind of. It might enhance the drag, but it also could, you know, hamper it. Yeah, and then there's the other side of it where it's like if you're going to use The Simpsons, for example, there's kind of the excitement of like, oh, my God, Bart Simpson's voiced by a woman. Right. And I think there's the other – because I am still wowed by the transformation. I still think like – Yeah, me too. You know – what what Victoria Elizabeth Black did in that first floor show, I was like, fuck, you got where'd that come from? Right. So I think there's the other side of like seeing them completely out of drag. Like once I saw Victoria Elizabeth Black completely out of drag, A, I was very attracted to her, but B, I was like, <laughs> wow. So you go from like this this cute guy to like that. I had so much more respect for the artist in a way because I knew the journey that she'd gone on. Sure. You know? Oh, um, yeah. And I mean, again, I love that. I also love connecting with the quote unquote human, yeah. the mortal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, it's it's just something that I'm going to have to get used to watching yeah. Dragula. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to have to connect with the art that they're presenting mm-hmm. and try to find that um, rather than 
connect how we normally connect. Yeah. Well, and then it's interesting for, you know, and I think bitch is someone that we're going to connect with more as a person. Yeah. And I we think, can see her more. And I you think know that's what, I mean? what it is. Yeah. yeah. And, but I think then you go to the flip side, you go to someone like Monique Shame. Yeah. Who we not oh, only wow. don't see any of her face. Oh, and let me tell you, Monique Shame is really sexy. Yeah. I, I want to look this up. I'm really excited. Really sexy. Yeah. Mary's, if, you know, I also respect, like, don't, you know, you don't have to open up Pandora's box, but mm -hmm. Pandora's box is in there. Somebody on Reddit posted, uh, like, a whole mm -hmm. slew of all of them yeah. um, out of drag. And, uh, I mean, it's not a secret. These are public photos. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it it certainly changed my my idea about a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. because Monique not seeing her out of drag at all, really. I mean, I even consider the half drag total drag. Right. Oh, um, yeah. That there is something kind of scary and fascinating and gross and committed and i think the character that or the what we learn about monique being kind of a drunk and on pills and um dealing with her mother's suicide and clearly just having some like dark shit in her oh life, yeah it's like monique to me is such an interesting representation of like oh this is not sanitized at all this is someone with like real demons yep I think you no, know, and thank God they have this outlet. Yeah, well, like, and then it's like when you flash forward to like the reunion, and she's—I think she's like super drunk, oh, and wow. like I think there's some like conflict with the Boulay brothers and her. <laughs> like you just realize, like, oh, you're like you are like you got some shit to deal with, uh -huh. and it's real in a way that like then you see like the the conflicts and traumas that come up on Drag Race, and some of them some of them feel very real still, and some of them are like, oh man. Right. That's so like TV friendly, you yeah. know, not to minimize someone. You don't pain. love me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Versus yeah. like Monique's got all these like demons. Right. Yeah. Right. Like real demons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> demons. Okay. Demons. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So uh, I don't know where that where we came from that. But I think the other thing that's important to note about just seeing them only in drag is that we yes, we are forced to see what they their aesthetic is. And they're all kind of in the same lane. So, like, if you think mm -hmm. about Drag Race, you have the comedy queen, you have the fishy queen, mm -hmm. you have the look queen. You know, you have the categories. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here they're all Sharon Needles category. They're all spooky yeah. queens. But then we have to find the other sub ones, which is why I love the mask mm -hmm. idea, this mask queen. And then I'm learning this new term, the the tranimals. Yeah. Tranimals. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um you know, and then obviously Erica Clash like sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, and, actually, and not even sore, but she just sticks out. Yeah, I mean, I think that like yeah, they're all kind of like these these alternative spooky queens, and then there's all that nuance in there yeah. of different types of spooky queens. Right, and I think it's it becomes so varied that you realize that creating categories is so silly. And I'm a category queen saying that like that it becomes silly. It's like oh yeah, it's all valid. Yeah, when you see when you realize that you can't really you know what I mean. Like, yep, you can you can categorize it and then you can't right you know and you know and again you know category is no category right, right. or mm -hmm. like dead mm -hmm. <laughs> which i think i love right like the category is dead go right right <laughs> well and it's like yeah when people try to really boil down like what is like what is drag you know and when i, I think i heard someone say somewhere that like essentially all it is is like it just has to have it just incorporates some some element of the feminine and i was like I don't know if that's even true. Right. I feel like there's so much drag that. Well, we talk doesn't. about we talk about drag being uh, just the the the. the 
what we put on every yeah. day. Like yeah. like the men going to Wall Street are putting mm-hmm. on a drag because yeah. if they didn't wear that, they wouldn't appear a certain way. Right, right. People like, would interact. With, people would interact with them and treat them differently. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's you're just telling a story, creating a look. Exactly. And exactly. To, and to whatever extent you do that, it's how you. It, who is it? Oh man, somebody was talking about fashion once. It's uh, how it makes you feel and how it makes somebody else feel. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. a drag race quote? Um, I don't know. Raja know. maybe, or is it? I know what you're Tyra talking Banks. about. It's a, Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it? Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it? Jacket here. So let you know. Let's let's dive in. I'd yeah, love to get you know right off the bat. Who are you? I didn't. Obviously, we know what happens, but who are you like excited by right off the bat? Oh, uh, Abora. 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 Oh. Um. Well, and you know what? I guess I loved her first look. Um. In the first episode, but I when I think about Dracula, um, I think about episode two that kind of crazy clown carriage driver look like the black and white thing. Yeah. yeah the cartoon I, thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, it, it haunts me. Yeah. That was Mary, amazing. It haunts me. If I'm going to think about one look and I wish I could say it was Victoria Elizabeth black, but the first look I think of when I think of Dragula yeah. is not Vander Von Odd. It's not, it's not anybody. Mm-hmm. It's Abora's look in season or episode two. Wow. I can't think of what when I when I think of Dracula because I actually haven't seen season one. Okay, I'm familiar. I think I saw the first episode, and then there oh, was the like coffins, yeah. there was meatball in a coffin getting bugs thrown on her, and I was right. like, "Girl, I do not." Yeah, I got twenty four hours in the day. It's tricky. Um, and so I feel like when I think about Dracula, like right off the bat, I mean, you know, when you think about like when you want it, when you're telling somebody, "Oh my god, have you seen Dracula?" Like what pops up immediately? Abora. Yeah, and I think I I don't know. It's a good question. What immediately I think of. Hmm. I think right now it would be probably I think before watching this it was always Victoria Elizabeth Black's first runway because I just couldn't believe what she had done. Yeah, it was on yeah. I will you know if we, we we should talk about those looks. Um but I we could we can definitely talk about those looks, but I'm wondering if you want to talk about the boudoir uh conflicts. Yeah, I mean I I want to mention before we get into it, I just want to name drop Israel. Oh shit. Dragula's pit crew member. Yes. I like I was like Israel perfect. Zamora is that was oh, that yes oh uh yeah more of him um <laughs> I also want to mention um there is of course that like classic intersection of heavy metal and horror oh right it, it never really fully works for me well I I get it for this runway I think that it could be a little less obvious not this runway or all the runways right or even the episodes um, even like the, the situational music yeah you know? um it's it's yeah it's a little too campy it's, a, it's just a little too like it's like or mean slipknot or yeah, yeah, yeah 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 exactly whereas the, the second episode the floor show the music for that was perfect oh absolutely that like tool kind of music yes. I, I, I know what you're talking about oh uh, I just I I love that kind of music. I love yeah. like spooky cinematic music. Sure. Um, and so that works perfectly. I think of like Nine Inch Nails is exactly. perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so but I. But not Evanescence, right, Mary? No, no. <laughs> no Amy Lee on your playlist I, for Dragula. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, we will not be doing any Evanescence uh, Last Chance Lips Thanks, Mary. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You want to wake yourself up inside? I'm hitting the snooze button, Mary. <laughs> oh. Yeah. God. My Immortal. Uh-uh. Yeah, My Immortal. Your nine lives are up, sweetheart. 
Um, so, okay. So let's let's jump to the boudoir. We, of course, have, before we get there, we have a little mini challenge with some blood chugging. Okay, yeah, right. I don't know. Who, who knows what that was? Yeah. And uh, uh, I guess Moniki wins. Of course. Oddly enough. Yeah. Um, and gets uh, a foot massage. Yeah. Which and then, sounds great. And Victoria loses. And when she, when she realizes she's the last one, she's like, oh, come on. You see this look <laughs> on her face like... Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that happens, and then we find out there's this Cenobite Hellraiser realness look, and That's we're right. on to the boudoir to yeah. meet the ladies. The boudoir, and it's not the interior loosens lounge. No, it's the boudoir. No. It's all the extermination, the deliberation, yes. the floor show. It, you know, we're in, we're using you know. Uh, please pack your knives and go. We're using a different with different phrases. Slither yes. forward, you know. Right, right, yeah. yeah. We're definitely like using you know textured ideas, yes. but it's just some like yeah. fold out tables and and metal chairs. Absolutely, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the boudoir. Um, yeah, and I guess the first conflict that I think is set up is James Majesty or Miss Fame's Majesty. Yes, uh, yes. I should stop calling her that, but because Miss Fame is so much better than that. <laughs> Miss Fame is she's the original goose. You can't yeah, she's the original chicken, Mary. She, yeah. <laughs> You can't you can't knock that bird. Yeah. Um, I love Miss Fame. I I think James. I do love Ms. Whereas Miss James Majesty, why she's so mean, Mary? She is, I feel like season two is different. You should watch season one. Yeah. A little bit more of it. I'm gonna go back to it now. But yeah. I feel like the queens came on, and this also has to do with Abora and bitches uh, conflict, which I'll get to. But I feel like when these queens got into the boudoir, they w- they just turned it on 100. Yes. percent They're like, okay, reality show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be a bitch because yeah. that's that's the go-to. And I, I think bitch pudding even talks about it in uh, the second episode. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think that that they just that's where they think they need to go, and that's the easiest place to go. That's that great moment where it's like, you know, you don't have to be mean to get respect. In yes. fact, that's a really immature way it's to immature. do it. I love that, quote. and that's where I was like. The gospel according to the Boulay brothers. The Boulay brothers. The Boulay brothers. Because we know we talked about Art Aria. The Boulay book. The the Book of Boulay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Book of Boulay. I love it. The Book of Boulay. But, you know, I think that, uh, yes, I think that the queens are kind of like the first episode of Untucked in a season. Everybody wants camera time. Yes. Everybody is on. Everybody's a little nervous. Yep. There's a lot of stumbling through words that we see. We see a lot of like... Oh, the camera's on me, and now I'm in my head. Yeah, and I guess the instructions, perhaps, from uh, the producer was like, okay, you guys have to ask questions about each other. Yeah. Where are you from? Do this. Introductions. Yep, they're very prompted. Yes. Um, and, it, you know, I don't... It just comes with the territory. Well, of, you have to do that. Yeah. And I think that when the, the focus is on them to do it, like James Majesty kind of steps up and becomes Her Majesty, yes. Her Highness. Her Majesty is a good way it's to... It's interesting mm-hmm. because she kind of... It reminds me of Raven when Raven kind of just like sets herself up and just points and judges. She she does exactly the same thing. She, she yep. starts with like, this is me and mm-hmm. I'm just going to point at you and I'm going to point at you and I'm going to point at you. And her body language, everything mm-hmm. is... Um, so James Majesty, the only thing I really know about her is she is also a like... Um, a beauty influencer I know on YouTube okay. and on Instagram and does like makeup tutorials and, and vlogs and things like that and, and I was very surprised because I, I kind of knew her from that and it's not spooky at all right and so I kind of knew that and then I was like oh you're on this yeah I was like oh you are I don't I don't think you're able to handle this girl I'm, like first impression yeah you know? I'm yeah. not even gonna lie I, I don't really remember her I know I know how far she goes mm-hmm. um, but I don't remember her looks yeah um, I guess this first the, In the first episode With her plastic surgery look Is like oh wow Oh that looks incredible Because I didn't like, love the wires But like her face was 
absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And to, and if you like, I was thinking like, oh, how is this like beauty queen going to turn into like something like monstrous, stunning? And, and then she did it yeah. so perfectly. It was so on brand I, yeah. it, for her. Yeah, uh, which is why it was stark contrast in the second episode when she plays this like basic madam. Yeah, that's it, right off the Drag Race runway. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very just like oh. You got chicken pox? <laughs> yeah. Calamine lotion, eh? Must itch. Yeah, must itch. That's it, must itch. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got from that. Good. And all she did was swing. Yeah, I exactly. I just, I was so surprised by the drop. Yeah. Um, I also, if we're speaking of Her Majesty, I feel <laughs> like um, this episode or like this part of the season's like, um, criminim is when James says you're a trigger happy alcoholic that's what I said bitch you gotta pop his annex every 10 fucking minutes I feel like I heard <laughs> that line like, like two or three oh, times wow yeah okay so like <laughs> I think that's what I always think of when I think of Dracula is that line I you know I did um I will say as as much as conflict makes me uncomfortable and I did not like the abuse that James she just like just kept bashing Moniki who has clear issues over the head yeah um it made me uncomfortable but at the same time i was like oh this popcorn's out yep. like because monique was sticking up for herself she's yeah. like um actually yeah you know i uh you don't pay anybody right. you know you yeah. pay them 50 dollars, and then she's like oh you know i'm salaried i'm mm-hmm. you know i don't have to pay anybody i'm salaried yeah um it, was just it, it just went back and f- oh it was it was they were all trying to save face, no pun intended mm-hmm. for Moniki. Yeah, yeah really. but um, yeah, I, it, my favorite part was Moniki. You kept hearing Moniki go, "Honey, oh yeah, honey, oh honey." You know, <laughs> Michelle read Alexis Mateo for that in season three in the stand-up comedy challenge. Oh, she did. She said, "You know, you can't use like you're using honey as a cr- as a crutch." Oh, because like, because Alexis was like, "Oh, honey, oh honey," like she just kept saying it. Michelle was like, "I know what you're doing. You're you're using it as a crutch because right. you're getting stuck." It sounds like Moniki got stuck there. That's what I, th- I think it was the same thing. She was so angry, and she was just getting backed like, into a corner. Exactly, didn't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, I guess she wasn't expecting James to just kind of like throw shit all over her. Yeah, and I guess there was that whole thing of like James posting shit about her online. I, what the fuck was that? And about? then James was like, "I never did that." And she's like, "I have screen caps." And James was like, "James is like screen grabs. You're screw whatever screen grabs." Well, no, ca- somebody tries to correct her. She's like, "It's screen grabs." It's oh, like, no, screen caps. Yeah, that's what she said. I think it's like yeah, either or. I have a mask on my face. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, um, exactly. Right. Um, and so, and then James was like, "Oh, well, I mean." And when you see that, when you see somebody get caught in the lie and then not own it, you're like, oh, James, I don't trust you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Right? You're like, and now I don't trust you. And that's also really fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. That anybody would do that? And it's then very it, it's very juvenile. Yep. Yep. And then it's that that she was like that she actually was probably releasing photos. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know much about either one or the other, you know, but I do think that like, I don't know. I think Monique was probably right. Oh, and and that's why I think it's important for us to go into episode two because James tries to be this bigger person and takes her out, and mm-hmm. it reminded me of uh, a Pandora box situation. Um, oh, with with um, Mimi in yes, All Stars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Monique, I'm first. Yeah, Monique, um, <laughs> I'm first. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what, Monique? We did. Um. Yeah. Awful. Even yeah. though I love Moniki. Um. Uh. And maybe I shouldn't. I don't know yet. Um. But so. Uh, but so. Yeah. They have the conflict resolution, and then Moniki's like, "Yeah, and you know, she another one of her classic b- bullshit." Yeah. Apologies. And I was so relieved because I was just like, 
Oh, good. It was so fake. Yeah. When whenever somebody says, "I fucking love you," it's like, no, you don't. You don't love me. You don't love it's me. It's like, no, you don't. That is such a like. That is such a. Do you think that was line. James saving face? Yes. Yeah. I I think he was like, I was such a bitch to you, and it's like you're saving face. You won the first challenge. Now you want to have a good run. Because if you're gonna apologize to me, you're gonna be like, look, I really shouldn't have sent I don't, those news. Yeah, I don't out. know why I, I did that. Yeah. Or I did that because I'm threatened by you. And some kind of ownership, some kind of just like, not, or because I'm sad about this, yeah, and I need to take it out on you, yeah. You know and, what I and mean? And this has nothing to do with the fact that you drank two hundred worms in a blender, <laughs> like that. That things people on Dragula say. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like oh, just be, yeah, because you thought because you were gagging over me drinking worms, <laughs> I should forgive you. If I had a nickel every time I had to say that, you know what I mean? You'd have a nickel, I'd have seven cents. I couldn't finish the second one. Totally. You know? Oh, God. Honey. 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 I want a super cut of Alexis and Monique saying, honey. That's perfect. Mary's, get on it. Mary's. There's some creative queens out there. Who's doing those those lip dubs with Amanda? Oh, my God. Amazing. Kev? Yes, yes. Oh, it's Kiev. Get on it, Kiev. Kev. Kevalev. Not to to give you assignments, but I think he... No, I miscredited who gave us She's a Child. Uh, no, that's not Kevalev. Kev, we love you, but I did miscredit yes. last time I talked about that. So for the Mary who did, you know who you are. Yeah. I can't remember your name, but I love you. We'll find it. Um, um, so, yeah. So uh, so there's that kind of conflict. And then we move into the, the Coco and Alyssa of yes, Dragula. The Coco and Alyssa of Dragula. <laughs> because it lasts to the end. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. Who cares? You know, I got to tell you, I, I w- I'm feeling for Abora's story and like and maybe the things that bitch did to her like that fucking sucks to be sexually assaulted on stage yeah and, and you know that there's like pushing and shoving and then you know it's just like don't come around and say that you're my drag mother when i've been in this longer yeah. than you, you grab my tits you grab my grab snatch. my tits you <laughs> grab my snatch um totally um yeah. but like at the same time i i was kind of like when a, when well first of all when bitch said you know, I just find it interesting that like you're waiting until now when all these cameras are on to bring yeah. this up to me. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I am completely shocked right now. Right, and like I thought we had talked about this, and we'd kind of uh, that talked. I believed. I right? do too. I trust bitch pudding. And then <laughs> I tr- put that Things on the Colin says, yeah, yeah, I, I trust, trust bitch pudding. Yeah. Um, but then, and you know, and then the whole car, the car breaking down story, yeah. and then Abora being like, my boyfriend was there. It's just like. The the same boyfriend that like is blaming you for for be, for what happened to you and and is and is um, rubbing this dick flicking moment in your face every time you have maybe a fight. If if it was a trauma, which it sounds like it was, like the boyfriend should maybe be on your side. Yeah, like again, it was like Erica was like, actually, <laughs> Wait. if I could just. I don't know. Third option here. <laughs> Maybe we're not having the conversation we need to be having. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, it was a great moment. I'm so yeah. glad Erica Clash was there to fix yeah. that clash. Yeah. Um, right. Because because <laughs> I you know I I think that I will maybe fall a little out of love with Erica. Okay. Like I think the first time I watched, I found her. I think she really wants the camera time. Okay. And I think she can kind of hog it in a way that is frustrating. Um. But I think and I think sometimes she's playing this. It's like she's trying to get Miss Congeniality. Okay. You know? Um, but that has nothing to do with her drag. I think her drag's really interesting. Um, I just find that, like... Yeah, I kind of like that she's on the show. Yeah. Where she's doing this kind of, like, weird horror anime Coraline thing. Yeah, and figuring out how to apply her drag to these ideas. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's super That's really cool. creative. I just think, like, the, the way that she's interacting with everybody is... 
it, it to me it grows less helpful over time but maybe i'm misremembering it okay yeah i have to i'm gonna yeah. rewatch her mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I to go back to abora you know again i'm feeling for her but like there were times when I'm just like, stop talking. Like, you keep bringing this oh, up. that's the thing. She kept digging her nail in for no good reason or digging her and nose even in. It, and, and then in the next episode, she starts the whole thing over. She's like, oh, and, uh, you know, we didn't really get to finish. And then she she asks more about Victoria Elizabeth Black. Mm-hmm. And she's back on stage again. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To kind of bring back her issue with bitch. Yeah, at one point in the second episode, she's like, there's just things about you that I don't like. Right. And then Dolly like rolls her eyes and I'm like, you and Dolly's over it. Oh, yeah. I can't Dolly wait to talk about Dolly. Um, um, oh, I just, I want to just give, before we move on from that, I want to just say that, uh, well, I'm mostly on bitch's side with all of this. Um, Abora had this quote where she says, you go to the top shelf with your words oh, right I now. I love that. Brilliant. That's a brilliant way to put it. And yeah. you mean top shelf, like you're trying to take this high road. And you're, and you're, you're choosing these ideas that are, so much more than what it really was. Sure. Like I think that you think you're you're ma- reaching. You think you're making a cocktail with Grey Goose, but you and I both know it's just Crystal Palace. Yes. So don't make it bigger <laughs> than it is. You know. Yeah, I think um, Bitch's point of waiting until now to bring all this up was really important. But mm-hmm. then also Bitch's whole attitude. I, I one of the best responses when somebody is reading you mm-hmm. or telling you something. Okay. Mm-hmm. We see that okay. in season seven with Violet Chachki. Right. I can't remember who it was, but she does the same thing where she's like, okay, okay, I hear you. Yeah, I feel like Derek Barry and Naomi have something like that where Naomi's like, okay. Okay, yep. Yeah, oh, I know. That was where I also then really got into like liking bitch pudding was that yeah. she wasn't getting shaken and Abora was clearly trying to get yeah, at her. Yeah, she was really, really doing it. And mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll talk about the episode two in a second, but like she... So I love that response. And then it was like, well, you know what? Like, I know that there's all this thing going on, but like, I respect the fuck out of that artist in the corner, which we talked oh, about I before. Oh, I love that. And then I'm like, okay, this is this is a deep person mm-hmm. who has ideas. Yeah. Who apparently, and I don't know why you can fault her, but like, you can be a monster and then be like, actually, I want money and then do the pageant thing. Yeah. yeah why like, can't you do both? Yeah. Why aren't you allowed to do both? Yeah, totally. And I think... Um, we're all monsters. Mary. Yeah, yeah, and like, and yeah, exactly. It's just like what you put on that day. And I, I haven't. I've meant to do like lots more background on these queens, but I feel like um, Ella. Are you going to come sit with me now? Ella's joining us. Yes, yes, the real monster. But I'm keen <laughs> to kind of really understand like what bitch's story is. Like if if she fell out of a scene. Like I just want to know what her backstory is. Yeah, you know. I thought uh, you know they started reading her Beyonce outfit, which oh, I, yeah. I laughed out loud. I yeah. was like, Ouch. it was it was generic. <laughs> You know, middle-aged woman, which uh, my kind of drag. But you by know the what? Way. I, oh, for sure. But I love middle-aged women. Yeah, middle-aged women. Um, please welcome to the stage. Middle-aged women. All of them. Please welcome to the stage, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Janet. Linda. Linda. Oh, I just went there. Linda. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Linda. Yeah. People who are born forty-five. Yeah. Mildred. Margaret. Yeah, yeah. This is Ruth. Yeah. She's sixty-two, and it's a girl. Uh, but nothing makes me happier than like. Like a five-year-old, like you know, Rosemary. Okay, you know what I mean? Right, right, oh, right, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I work with Rosemary, and she's oh, yeah? fabulous. How old is yeah. she? She's like twenty-four. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, she's fabulous. It's coming back. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's very intelligent. Yeah. Um, no, so uh, oh, where were we, Mary? Oh, um, uh, please point on the stage, women, middle-aged women. Oh, her, her aesthetic. Her yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and I think it worked for this look because mm-hmm. her look to me, which I loved, her look on the runway mm-hmm. was this pageant queen. 
that gets burned. Yeah. Yeah, the transformation yeah. from the first look to like, okay, now what if that queen turned into a monster? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And from then I was like, okay, so that's bitch pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're this like mainstream queen who died on the way to the gig. Yeah, that spells her name with a Q. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> bitch pudding. <laughs> bitch pudding. I've had the hardest time writing every, all of my notes. It's like, it looks like a G for the most oh, part. Oh, I just write bitch. I know. I, I literally was like, you know, Colin, no one's going to see these. These are literally just for you. Like, that's it. Oh, Mary. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Um, So, so just to move this later. Mm-hmm. So, it seems like she is the lowest hanging fruit mm-hmm. to be kind of punch. I think that she is. I think that they. And Monique. Monique, Monique. certainly. I think there's some comments similar to what Aja got that James gets around auto-tune. Or, I oh, mean, face-tune. Face-tune. You know, auto-tune. Face-tune on Instagram. Right. Um. Yeah, so I feel like they become kind of the targets in sure, a way, you know? Sure. Yeah, it seems like um, the with the next episode, it seems like Bitch kind of dug herself in her own grave. And I just yeah. love all these uh, yeah. idioms I'm going to be using. Well, it's uh, like, it, <laughs> One foot in the grave. Yeah, really. Digging yeah. her own grave. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's almost six feet under at one point. That's yeah. the nail in the coffin. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> she's worm food. <laughs> Monique? Um, no, but yeah. so she she uses the same latex yeah i don't know is i guess that's like using the same wig or wearing the same shoes right which some queens do (laughs) i know apparently well you know uh monique hart was wearing the same shoes tyra sanchez Sanchez. wore the same two pairs of shoes i think they weren't jellies they were not (laughs) no they weren't um well and if we're gonna i mean like it's interesting like you know we also see it's not really repeated but like the confessionals are also like just what, the idea that like throughout the entire thing, you know, they film these all, all these confessionals in like one moment. And where, where, when? Right. Well, that's the other thing about this filming process. I don't know much about Dragula's filming process, like I do about Drag Race. I don't know when they get ready, and you know, the cameras aren't certainly on them. Right. I don't know. You know, like are they? In separate rooms when they're getting ready. Oh, like the actual putting the real look and on. like painting the the back brace. Yeah, and you think like it probably she, takes hours. Hours. She did. Bitch pudding did her whole fucking leg burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're gonna read her for using the same latex. It's like, girl. I know, but then it's like Victoria Elizabeth Black. Well, I know. You know. The, I mean, the it, rest uh, of them. Re- exactly. We, yeah, you hold standards. Abora. Yeah. I mean, Abora. Oh my yeah. god, this look. Yeah. I also want to just mention mentioning the confessionals that and you can look up pictures and confirm this, but I guarantee you bitch in the confessionals is giving you Bonnie Tyler realness. Really? Total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> Total eclipse of the bitch. Right, with the hair. With the hair. It's very yeah. Elvira too with mm-hmm. the hair. Yeah. Except, you know, not black. But no. um uh, yeah. no, it even her face, it is like, oh, I need a hero. Yeah. Yeah. I need a hero. Um, and so, uh, so yes, but to your point, you know, speaking about, about bitch and putting herself, you know, one foot in the grave by the next episode, I think it's kind of like felony using the club kid shoes. Oh, right. I think there are certain things and we can talk about this. Don't do that. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. a special effects artist, it's like, yeah, show us every special effect you have. Right. But like, what are the fatal flaws of Dragula? You right. know, those club kid shoes. Sure. I think. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the thing you do not do. No! Yeah. It's no! like. All that green, right? Yeah. It's all those club kid yeah. shoes. Yeah, so it's like it's it. I, I was thinking of like not to well compared to Drag Race. Like, what are the fatal flaws of Drag Race? Oh well, green, green, right? Um, uh, not uh, owning, mm-hmm. uh, not owning your flaws, right? Mm-hmm. Not showing. Uh, 
uh, your growth, right? Yeah, but I think like what are like the little things? Like what are the oh, <clears throat> like what they could do? Yeah, like what, like what? Um, showing, showing the kitchen. Showing, yeah, showing um, boy hairlines, right? <clears throat> or having, yeah, uh, you know, showing your kitchen, so to speak. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, oh, the blending, uh, right? Uh, you have to make. Oh, the eyebrows. We learned with Derek Barry. Oh, sure, sure. That you had. Like I think, like oh, taking a judge's taking the judge's critique and doing it at least once. Yes, yes, doing the thing they ask you to do at least once. Right. Can you be malleable? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's interesting, right? Because some queens come out blonde every week, and yep. there's no question. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but um, yeah, we still, I, Rio, Mary's, so I'd love to know, what do you think are like the, what are the fatal mistakes of drag race? Mm. I mean, obviously there's things like when you take your wig off right. during a lip sync. Right. What else is like, what's going to send you right to the bottom? What does sure. Rue hate? Yeah. Yeah, the Belay brothers hate platform shoes. Right, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I think that's also really on brand. Even if they don't, mm-hmm. for them to create that as part of the Boulay brand yes. is like, oh yeah, fuck those club shoes. It's a great little inside joke with Dragula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, <clears throat> so this takes us, of course, right to the floor show. Okay. Um, unless you had more to say about the boudoir. Um, well, just Kendra. Oh, right. Kendra, the the Say It To My Face queen. Yeah, Say It To My Face queen. Yeah. Oh, who's in the military? Mm. Um, I think it's worth mentioning also in the next boudoir, she kind of tells like a really traumatic fact about herself. Mm-hmm. How her boyfriend got beat up yeah. while she was at church in mm-hmm. the military. Um, and then they just like went on. I'm like, ouch. That must have been yeah, hard. I mean, you think about like Kendra is Kendra's picture. She has there's a military picture of her mm. online. It's just like holy fuck, what a transformation. She is a black gay drag queen who is religious and in the military. Yeah, I mean, even if you're not into Kendra as like a queen <laughs> on this season, you gotta think like fuck, like, fight everyone, Mary. Right. This yeah. is this is like that Aaron Phillip who is black transgender in a wheelchair oh, sure. and is now an elite model. Yes, exactly. I was just like oh, work, God. Mary. Like. You have every you have every like social factor that can create a larger challenge than it would for someone who isn't one of those things. Yes. And you've taken them on and flourished. Right. So yeah, and, work, bitch. And and I'm happy that she made it as far as she does. I think she goes home the next episode in episode three. Oh, uh, Kendra? Kendra. Yeah, yeah. I think she yeah episode three. Yeah. Um, but so but but I'm happy that at least that story got out there. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was worth mentioning that uh, that she's in the room that this queen is there. Yeah. Um, and she's there to fight everyone. And I think in a way, I mean, I know that Dragula season one had, you know, queens of all colors, but I think I I know for myself when I think of like gothy drag, horror drag, I don't think of black queens. Sure. Um, whereas Drag Race, I don't even like, it's not even a color, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, of course there's black queens. There's, right. There's every kind of queen. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not every, but like you don't really think about the the the, the diversity is this assumed part of drag race because it's been there from season one. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly been there from season one of Dragula, but it was like this thing of my own I realized. I'm like, oh yeah. Kendra. Why is it? it's kind of like black nuns? I'm like, oh, why sure. am I surprised to see this? Yeah. It it exists. Right. Yeah. Um so anyway, that of course takes us to the floor show. Yes, the floor show. Um, where we get to meet our special guests, um, Gage Munster. Oh, Gage Munster. Oh, oh. He is squarely on my list. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I would uh he does not have to put any latex on. That's I'd, all I have to say about yeah. Gage Munster. <laughs> Let me just tell you that right now. Uh, um, I'd eat him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I would put his worms in a blender. Um, <laughs> so I don't even know what that means. I mean, I guess in in the Dragula world, that's hot. Yeah, sure, sure, that's a compliment. That's hot. Yeah, he yeah, could put his worm he in could my beat blender. Beat the shit out of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I let him rip my face off. Right, 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 right. Totally. Right, right, right. Um, and then of course there is um, Willem. Doing oh yeah, here's Willem Drag Race Connection doing the bit. Um, th- for me, it just it came off as so obnoxious. Yeah, I you know it's funny when so put on when Willem got introduced and the, and what he was starting to say like oh what he's looking forward to I was like it would have been so cool if instead if it was a joke about smelling nice and Febreze it would have been so cool if she really pointed out what she's looking for yeah. because I think that like. The real Willem is really intelligent. Yeah, knows his references. Like, is a worker. Yeah, is like a is made a, a career. Is a workhorse queen that like knows this industry and like knows things beyond mainstream drag. And I think it would have been really cool to see more of. Yeah, that. why are we exactly like Willem was is on Dragula for a reason? It's yeah. like well, okay, well now I want to know. And mm-hmm. is it because I now all I think is oh it's because she's shady, right? And I and I know that that's the like, the Willem persona that like that's the drag of of Willem. Sure. I guess. My own personal opinion is it's much like Ben de la Creme. I like the artist underneath yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're a judge. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know that the Boulay brothers, there's always a wink there. And yes. I also hear them say beautiful, gorgeous things. Mm-hmm. And that goes for any judge. Yeah. And yeah. so Willem, sure, do your brand, do your bit. But mm-hmm. like, can we hear... Can we hear the artist talking right. a little bit? Because the artist has a lot of intelligent things to say. Whereas, and I agree. I think the Boulay brothers, I took that note especially for episode two, there is this just kidding quality to their shade right. that, that works. Yeah, it, it really does works. work. I get it. I get what they're doing, and there's a lot of love in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they're deliberating, it's like a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because there is that comparison of when the Boulay brothers are putting on sort of arc, you know, like the 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 voice and the, okay, you see. You know what I mean? Yes, like they're, yes, they're doing right. that they're, whole I'm thing. I'm in a horror oh, now, And it's going to be awful. And I'm a monster. Exactly. It's all <laughs> of no that. Voice. Yeah, there's no fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's the comeback. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's trying out different voices. Oh, that's right. I'm a monster. <laughs> there's no voice. Um, you're the monster, Val. Yeah, you're the you're mo- the monster. Oh, right, that's season two. I'm. I haven't. I, I have to go back to season two again. Um, um, yeah. So I when when Drac, uh, the taller one, right? Um, Drac is the taller one. Swan is the oh oh, oh yes, Brothers. yes yes yes. When Drac. I feel like Drac is, uh, it's very distinct when he's in character and and kind of I agree. being this mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, I love everything that, he, I, I, I think I agree with him the most. He feels a, like slightly more authoritarian. I see what you mean. In a way, like he kind of feels like a little more in control. Um, but I like, I like them both. I think they have a fun dynamic, but he, he to me always feels like the one who's driving a little bit more. I see what you mean. You know, it, yeah. there, there's a little, like just a slight ruin Michelle. I see. But I or don't Or a want... Pangina and Art Aria, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's more accurate. I mean, there, what I do love about them is that it is certainly a partnership. At, at the end of the day, it's definitely the two of them. I think they both have really good perspectives. I yeah, think, but I I'm with Drax more than Swans. Yeah, it would be it'd be lacking if we didn't have one. If we had one and not the other, sure. Yeah, you um, can't have one without. The, sorry. Thanks. Um, uh, so yeah. So okay. So this runway, Mary. Floor show. Floor show. Floor show. Sorry, not runway. It's the floor. Um, show. <laughs> floor, 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 floor show. Um, you know, I uh, Willem Willem made one really good point, and it was like. How can I respect Erica Clash's, you know, Sharpies on a leotard or unitard when I saw 
like somebody's spine coming out of you know their back. Yeah, exactly. Before. Yeah, I know. Erica is magic marker massacre, and Victoria is literally like mid surgery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I think that I feel like there was another situation where maybe we we're just talking about like entrance looks or something where we're just like, okay, yeah, they did that and it's fine. Yeah, but look at that person. Right. You know, there's always that sense of like. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I could make an excuse for you, but like then I'm looking at. I guess it's, we're talking about bitch, and it's like, okay, yeah, she used the latex again, and she created two great looks, but like Victoria did two totally unique looks. Yeah, well, each, wow. You know, Abhora did two two totally unique looks. Right. You know? Right. Um. So yeah, you have felony danger coming out, and like, okay, smashing glass on on the in the floor show. Yeah. But then you, <laughs> then you have you know Victoria Black like. Taking her face off. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible. I just, I remember the first time seeing that of like, oh my God. I mean, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You have Abhora who's, who's the babies start spewing milk and then she turns around and it's coming out of her asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her look at first, I wasn't sure I liked. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is some creepy shit. It was very kind of like Versace, Mm -hmm. dead Versace. Yeah. And I, you know, I think Gage had said that of like, it was very fashion and I was like, oh, I guess it was. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I liked that the wig wasn't what Willem probably wanted it to be. Oh. It w- that it was because uh, Willem read her. He's like, you need somebody to help you out with your wigs. Oh, it's like, um, no, no, that's the look. Mary. Yeah, it's this like this dead kind of long. Yeah. Spooky the, hair. Yeah. Like this dead person's hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't have a problem with her wig. No. I, they, at first, yeah, I certainly was like, oh, this all seems a little monochromatic or maybe not very interesting. But then when you look at all the other queens, you're like, oh, that's a risk. This stands out. Yes. And then the babies and just the, the I think <laughs> the, babies. Her, the babies. The babies. The babies. And I think, yeah, her. Bagels. Her, <laughs> Broadway. Babies. <laughs> bagels. Um, but I think, yeah. As you were saying before, I think the performance really sold the look. Oh, oh, completely. Yeah. Oh, she all season is a performer. Like it, she sells her look. She's one I I don't really remember. Oh man, I mean it's just you know I get it. it it's been months or probably a year. But um, I thought when I first watched this, I thought Abora was going to win. I expected her to get to top three. Yeah. And so the whole time I was like, wow, when's James going to go home? Right. Yeah. Right. And I thought James was going to be that top four queen who doesn't make it. You oh, know? I thought, well, when I first saw this, I thought that it was Dolly that was going to go Dolly, all the way to top four. Dolly to me is the angina of this because it's this really? great queen who gets robbed halfway through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's, I mean, and I'm not making this connection on purpose, but I believe they're both HIV positive. So I just, I'm saying that because I don't want someone else to think that's why I'm connecting them. Oh, I see. Okay. Like that's I'm not, not doing that, yeah. but otherwise, yes, that I, I think she talks about that at one point that like she was having trouble, like she didn't have insurance and right. so she couldn't get medication. Okay. Which I mentioned cause it's like, oh, we've never, we we heard, we, we've that. heard Queens talk about being HIV positive on drag race, but not the shit, but this is like the reality. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, talking about Dolly, she has this like sex pig. Oh, I mean, I love that that idea of like, oh no, an actual like fuck pig, like a literal <laughs> sex pig. She's putting the hoe and hog. Baby. Yes, yeah, right. No, totally. I, roll around in her style. Oh, absolutely. I, I feed in that trough. You know, um, I loved it. I, oink oink, baby. <laughs> betcha. <laughs> Get your snout in there. Um, yeah, I really. Um, it was creepy as fuck. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Yeah, it was this was creepy. like nightmare fuel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I. Mm, it wasn't as oh. scary for me. I thought the close up at first of her with the pig face and the yellow teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was super creepy. 
Um, Erica Clash, we talked about. Um, Kendra Onyx um, looked like a Mortal Kombat character to me. Yeah, it was it was cool. I don't know if it was surprising. I never got excited. It was like Matrix meets Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, and I I thought it was fierce. I thought it was yeah. I thought oh that's great. But I look. wasn't afraid of it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, afraid wasn't. of it. I wasn't totally buying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about James' majesty. I mean, I mean, this is like Sharon Needle's gone wild. Oh. This is like what... I mean, this set a standard, I think. Yeah, I felt In like, terms of face, mm-hmm. it was like, what the fuck? I you felt know? like she was like the clear winner of the challenge. Victoria certainly was, was close. Victoria, I thought, was going to win. I mean, looking at it again, I was like, I see it because I think Victoria... I mean, I don't want to discredit. It's this like ridiculous, incredible look. I, I think maybe like the, like the front of the corset and everything. It's like it's very simple, right? Sure. Because the back is so complex. Mm-hmm. Whereas James had nuance and details at every angle. Yeah, you know? I mean, I will say that the, and I think Monique talks about this in the next episode. But like, it's just like wires. It was just like a lot of wires. And I, I thought it, it it looked cool and it, it looked intricate, but it was, it was it. I, my eye didn't move around that garment in a s- freaky way. Like I didn't. I don't look at what she was wearing, and I wasn't afraid of what she was wearing. I was afraid of her face. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about what she was wearing as like a garment. I think I was just. I I was seeing it as this like, as this like idea that she was wearing. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you mean. You know, yeah, it conceptual. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like, mean, uh, certainly set a standard. Yeah. To me, I was responding to like, oh god, it's like falling in a in a pile of thorns, like uh, like rose thorns. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? Okay. Like that's what I. Or, right. Or, Maybe that's know, what happened. Yeah. Or yeah. like this sort of like you know, there's that this scene in that movie Suspiria, which they're making this incredible apparently remake of, where this girl like falls into this room full of barbed wire and oh, it's this, like infamous horror movie scene and that reminded me of this yeah yeah uh anyway yeah uh, you know um monique comes out with the he's stapling the mask to his face oh but the wonderful gene stapleton that's <laughs> what i wrote down yeah <laughs> it was very leather face yeah it was very leather face um, because there's such a drag idea with leather face and i felt like this really um spoke to that you know she mentioned and i don't know if this was you know uh, pomp and circumstance but she talks about how she has like all these you know designer made masks and i'm like is that a joke like yeah aren't they all kind of the same right right because all the ones i've seen have been mostly just that one yeah yeah really freaky fucking mask yeah and it seemed like it was what you add to it yes yeah yeah Yeah. i mean her her confessional mask is different oh that one's weird yeah and i think it was like you, I, if I were her, my second episode run, w- <clears throat> excuse me, floor show would have been vastly different than sure. my first mask. Yes, because I would yeah. be aware. If we're gonna read bitch pudding, it's like, well, Monique, like, okay, you made that dress. Yeah, well, that's what bitch says. He's like, oh, is that the same latex from last week? He's like, is that the same mask from last <laughs> week? <laughs> oh, and that's what she's like. I have thirty designer masks. Yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. oh, you do. Oh, you did. Oh, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, felony danger. I mean, we, yeah. Yeah. Hellraiser on the nose. It's it, it just club kid. I saw what the problem was. It yeah, wasn't me enough. too. And yeah. you know, I I guess it's easy to be distracted, especially when you're like flash in the pan, like Dragula from Drag Race. Like, wow. But like, look at what these Boulet brothers are trying to say about this uh, lane that we're in. Mm-hmm. There's actually multiple lanes in this lane. And this is safe. This is definitely like riding in the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disasterina. We haven't talked about this character. I can't believe we haven't talked about Disasterina yet. <laughs> Yara Sophia meets Jay Jolie. Meets Tammy Brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love her. Me too. Me I too. love her. Especially next episode. Yeah. That, that's my favorite look 
maybe next to Abora is uh, of the next floor show. Really? Oh, when I, she's beating the babies. I think that is such a fucking scary oh, performance. Wow. I think it's so good. Okay. It like the, the who she was being, the acting. Yeah. Oh my god, brilliant. Um, Disasterina, and in this, I know they didn't love her runway. Well, be, or her floor show. Or, excuse me, her floor show because she didn't perform. But. I don't know. Disasterina is like Tammy Brown, where I'm like, I don't care what she does. There's just something there that I can't look but, away. But if you, but you know what? And what I love about the floor show format is that it is edited footage mm-hmm. that is actually making them look as good and scary as possible. There's yep. no shady edit here. No, no. So what? We saw was the best of was the best of it, and it was nothing. I know. I think it's just I for me, it's like Disasterina comes out with so much as just being this weirdo. Yeah, that I'm like, I'm just watching a weirdo act like in like act in in this world. So any her opening a can of soup, I'm like, oh my god, you know. Um, But her look was incredible. It was. It was. Um, So uh, I mean. We can move on. The, yeah, the, the yeah. top obviously is Abora, Elizabeth Black, Victoria Elizabeth Black, uh, Disasterina, mm-hmm. um, and Dolly. Who wins? Um, James wins. James wins. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why did I? Why did I? James Majesty wins. Yes. 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 Um, I don't know why I put Dolly wins. That was weird. I don't know. Um, I do like. I mean, if to give Willem a ja- J- uh, Dolly wins the next episode. That's why. No, Victoria Elizabeth Black wins. Oh episode. my god! Yeah. Why? Shoot me now, Mary. Yeah. Um, Kill me. I liked when no, Willem really. had said about uh, Dolly's pigtail that, like, you know, it oh, like, needs a perm. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she sweated out her press. <laughs> I just love that expression. Oh yeah, she sweated out her press. Sweated out her press. I love that like shorthand kind sure. of expression. Um, yeah, I I guess I agreed with the the top. I remember when I first watched this season, I was like. What what what? Yeah, like at first felony was great. Yeah, you know, horror. There's nothing there. Yeah, right. um, yeah. No, I agree. I, I think this it it took a minute to figure out what works on Dracula. Sure, and to realize like, oh, this is what this is why something would be high versus low. Yes, it's a, a different criteria. Right. Than uh, like, I want to see you in blonde. Yeah, and I didn't know why Monique was on the bottom, and then I and you you watch more of it, and you're like, okay, the performance is a big big part of this yeah yeah which i I think is a cool aspect of dragula that we don't necessarily always see points for mm -hmm. on drag race right and it becomes a big factor especially like next episode for bitch oh my god it's like that becomes the doesn't necessarily save her but it helps yeah Yeah, totally um so yeah on the bottom is felony erica and moniki and they have to get pierced i don't you didn't watch this no mary's uh, just we're being up front like you know, if we're going to celebrate all types of queens, please celebrate us. We're not fear factor queens. We're I, not. I don't need to see anybody get needles stuck it's in their body. It's actually happening. It's actually happening, and I respect that, but I don't have to watch it. Yeah, I respect that, you know, that they're doing it, but I'm also, and yeah, I kind of guess I also have a problem. Like, I think um, uh, I, last season they had to, like, eat pig brains. Yeah, I didn't even. And I'm just like, why does why should that matter for me to stay on this fucking show? Yeah, yeah. No, can I, it be fake pig brains? I, maybe it is. I don't know. I just to me it was like I don't want to watch anything. I don't want to watch. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Right. And it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah. Like so this was yeah this was hard and they actually get pierced and one of the needles is gigantic. 
I wouldn't know. I didn't even watch it. So, yeah, what's crazy is Moniki um, does not flinch once. Oh, no surprise. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? I mean, it's in, it's, it's, it's on super brand. Creepy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then the extermination. Uh, so we should talk about this aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the exterminations are filmed kind of camps, much like how they open each episode. Yeah, little um, bits. And I, I, I love that. I love that that we know that the person who's eliminated is in on it. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing a raw reaction of them getting upset. Yeah, they they, they get a little dignity on the way out. They get yeah, to perform. Exactly. And, and it's almost like another floor show. They right. get to perform in a scene. Yeah, yeah. and I kind of love that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so she uh, gets uh, her... her I guess she gets chopped up and her yeah. hand gets, you know, hung out to dry with the. Oh, right. Because she's like running through like clotheslines. She's hanging up clothes on the clothesline. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, felony Danger. Felony Danger. Farley Granger, um, <laughs> who I think was in Rope, which is, you know, we've talked about that as a matron. <laughs> right. So there's, there's a connection. Um, yeah. So Felony goes and uh, we move on to episode two. So. I mean, this, again, when I think about Dragula, this is the episode, which is why I wanted to include this in our big Dragula opener. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, this is when I saw why I needed to keep watching Dragula. Was it when they brought Sean back to life with poppers and nipple play? Because <laughs> I was certainly into that. I was like, okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> That's one Keep way to doing start. that. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little bit left. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't forget the other nostril. You know, I. Uh, it's very Frankenstein. I like the camp. Mm-hmm. It was also very sexy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's a funny, another funny nod to drag to drag race. Yeah. Of like, yeah, we're gonna take your old, you know, pit crew member right. and and bring him on, and he and he does have that Dracula quality. There's right. that kind of like rough, kinky, raunchy. Piggy kind of quality to Sean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got the rumored sex video, sure, or maybe that's um. No, I think his is just like out in the open. The, the other one, Miles Davis Moody, I think there's some rumored <laughs> sex video. Oh, I don't really? think it's real. I don't want to spread rumors, but okay, I don't right. think it's real. But that went on for a while. Um, yeah, I uh, I I'm, I'm I like the openings. I think that these are fun and these are great bits. Uh, Drag Race doesn't. They just do recaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. I, yeah, I think it's it's another way for the Boulay brothers to perform because they're also performers. Yeah, it maintains a level of drag. You yeah. know, the same way that the contestants stay in half drag. There's the whole show is draggy. Yes. In production. There's this. Yeah, they're killing them actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this is this is the episode where again, like when Abora turn when it just starts the music, and Abora comes down that country road. Yeah. Like it, it haunts me the same way that Samara coming out of the well in the ring haunts yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, totally. It it haunts me. It was horrifying. Almost as much as the queens getting their life on that dump truck. Oh, did you hate that? Nobody <laughs> waving back at them. It was a nightmare come true. The schmacting on that dump truck. So so did they actually have to, because they talk about it later, like they went up some mountain and I, there were no seatbelts. I'm like, yeah, right. No seatbelts? Girl, it was a haunted hayride. <laughs> Without the hay. Yeah, they're um, talking about how awful it was. Yeah. You no, know, with all of that was, you know, it's kind of like, all right. I mean, there's there's moments of Dracula where I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be that girl about it, but like, come on. Like, um, it's just, you know, the, oh my God, where's he going? Oh my God, where's he going? It's like they, they, they had like four lines to repeat. Oh, okay, whole, I see what you, you mean. Know what I mean? see what you mean. I see what you mean. Uh, so, um, oh, I, and, oh, and then, oh, sorry. And then James ahead. has that, that, that talking head. That's so school as fuck. It's basically Laganja. Like I need Nick Kachanov to do a reading of like James Majesty's talking heads because Ugh. it's the same. But she says, 
Talk about a pump and dump. They really unloaded us. <laughs> oh, it's like bad porn yes, acting. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I guess that's why I like it. Yeah. Well, it's so scripted. It's just it's yeah. so nostalgic, Mary. Sure, reminds me of last night. Yeah, I um. So, uh, what is this? Oh, oh, I, well, I gotta say the the bit when 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 you start to really appreciate the Bully Brothers, they come in that pink car, the pink Cadillac. Oh my God! Pull it, up to the bumper, this baby. This is fucking drag as fuck. Like, it was such high drag. Yeah, and I love that they not that they looked like her, but it it was. There is that picture of them with Valentina. Yes, and I was like, oh, I see where maybe she got some well, cause, ideas because Valentina was on. Dragula, the live Dragula she won show. Yeah, she won a Dragula competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love this look. I love this with the red and the black hair and oh the my eyeball God. earrings. Yes. Yeah. And then when they make the whole joke of like, well, listen, you know, if you, and because I, I walked right into their little trap. Yep. Like, yep. listen, if, you know, you're feeling uh, heat exhaustion or, you know, it's getting too much for you, you know, you come up to us, we're in an air-conditioned trailer, you know, and then we'll watch you. So, because we really, <laughs> we really like to be able to come outside and see what a real pussy looks real like. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's where I got the real just kidding vibe. Yes, like, yes. Which is, I'm just, and she does. Right. She's like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And then, you know, like, okay, we're, we're safe. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want you to feel excluded. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I think exactly. it's kind of like, hey, just a reminder, you belong here. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. So we go to the boudoir. Right. I think we talked about a lot of this drama uh, earlier, but um, yes, it's really everybody against bitch. Yeah. I mean, I do love. Like Dolly in like just the oh, face. Oh right, Dolly kind of takes center stage here, doesn't she? Because she's over it. He's so hot. He is that. very sexy. It reminds even me of, looking like that. Yeah. Who does he look like? Um, well, with the with the skeleton, it's reminding me of some movie. Maybe I'm thinking of like Oh Karate Kid. Yes, yes, yes that's exactly what I'm thinking yes. of. I can't think of who else he looks like, but he does look like someone. Right? There's something in the way he smiles, or the way he kind of like when bitch is kind of like, well, you don't know me, and he says. Okay. Okay. I love that. I was yeah. like, I, I like Dolly. I was very sad when she went. Um, but yeah, so I, I have that note, and I think um, Erica's awful something. I don't know <laughs> what that note is. Awful. Oh, Erica's awful dad. Oh, oh, oh. right. Oh, because Kendra says, don't blame the Lord for your dad. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, this was an interesting story also to tell mm-hmm. on, you know, on a drag show. Well, you think about it, right? You think about if someone is drawn to projecting the grotesque mm-hmm. like what is driving that right you know like I, not that i like i think about when as a kid my my interest in horror movies was not about watching people die it was about watching somebody you know survive and get right. through something and it's like well girl you know don't don't have, you know don't have to go very far to figure out where that's coming from i mean know? i go to i think about a very interesting memory of mine when i saw the good son with macaulay culkin are you talking about this, the ending and scene? the poor man's jamie lee curtis well the the, the ending scene excuse me her <laughs> name is wendy crusin <laughs> poor woman's um uh, so <laughs> i know she's great she's great she's, she's great. great she's great she has that moment um and you know obviously uh elijah wood is in it but um frodo yeah um but no not the ending scene which is also traumatic as fuck i mean a brilliant me. moment brilliant yeah um like a question that i like asked people yeah like, what would you do what would you do <laughs> if you were wendy crusin in the climax of the good son yeah um but no the scene when um i i, I remember i went to go see it with my dad mm-hmm. and I don't think my dad knew like what was going on, but I remember he uh, Macaulay Culkin throws a dummy onto the the highway. Oh right, uh huh. And I remember laughing mm-hmm. and laughing at the 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 chaos that was caused, mm-hmm. and and kind of getting into that power that yeah. that I think uh, queer kids 
and especially I think many of these queer kids on this show would also get into mm-hmm. the, the power that you can create. And mm-hmm. so you laugh about it. It's why kids misbehave. Yes, it, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think of I think of uh, showgirls when she causes the fight in the dance club and yep. she loves it. Yeah. Creating social disorder and being aware of it means you're now in control yes. of an out of control situation yes, because you're not in control in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. So you create chaos in everyone else's life. Like, well, if my life is crazy, so is yours. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's kind of that's kind of where I I, I went uh, when I think about like the laughing of something terrible happening. Yeah, yeah, and I think that Dracula, you know, again, it's like when you, when you look at someone like Monique Shame, it's like okay, like it's dark. There's something. There's yeah. a reason. Erica Clash. Like, yeah. Okay, it's dark. There's a reason this speaks to you. Yeah. And why it needs to be this. Yeah. 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 Like it's not random. Right. Yeah. Um. And I and there's no shame in that. I think it's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. I. It's like oh, I want to know more. I want to know why. I want to know why you want to take your face off. Like, what does that give you? you yeah. Know what I mean, like, what? Yeah. What is that? What? Why do you need to keep a mask on? Like, what is that giving you? Right. What? Yeah. What are you showing us by being the monster right now? Yeah. Like, what are you? Uh. What are you accessing? Yeah, yeah. And like that whole idea of like what what's your drag doing for you? We always sure. talk about Ben de la Creme. How do you enter the dress? How do you enter the coffin? You yeah, know? exactly. Maybe Natalia Pliacom can help out with that. <laughs> oh my god, a crossover of Dragula yes. and Drag Race Thailand with Natalia Pliacom. Oh my god. Brilliant. Is anyone where is that guy from Katana? Where is that guy? Is he listening? Is he listening? Uh. Um yeah, so uh, okay, so yeah, so that was the boudoir. I can't think of anything else that was super remarkable. I think because um, we talked about James and Monique making up. Yep, we covered um, and not everything. really. Yeah. Um, bitch versus everyone. They all just kind of get into her. Yeah, and the the Abhora quote was, a lot of things about you bother me. <laughs> right. And then Dolly's like, okay. Shut up. God, Coco and Alyssa. Yeah. You know, it's interesting how Victoria Elizabeth Black kind of, at least these first two episodes, like just skates by. Well, she's such an interesting one because the the Boulay brothers have the same Is she issue. A, Flor- a Floridian? It, was she she's, from, she's, she's, she's from Florida. Orlando. Yeah, yeah she's Floridian. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love, she, I love yeah, when a Floridian. Yeah. Two Floridians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's like a running issue that they have with Victoria of like, we don't really know you. Yeah. And I think it's, I think she's a little oh, shy. Right. I think that she's, you can tell when. Cameron when, Michaels. When the, yeah, yeah. That's, ex- <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. It's like Cameron Michaels are like, when the camera's on, you it's like uh what do i say like right. you're just like i'm an artist i'm not a performer yeah or like, i'm not a host yeah. yeah like i come to life in the drag right versus like in these oh, moments absolutely yeah, yeah yeah totally um so we get to you know the floor show oh my god this again this is the best one of the season for me yeah i guess i'm i'll I'll, it's so far of the first two it is yeah for me <laughs> so I'm putting this is like the, the one to beat sure uh, we get Miss Kitty the this Hollywood oh, nightlife right. personality she, she's great she seemed like a lot of fun Miss you know Kitty. when someone like that shows up I'm like okay what, on a horse yeah like what's what's your energy and I was like oh I like you right away yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like you right fabulous. away yeah, you're yeah, great yeah, you're yeah, funny yeah. you're rye I get you <laughs> hey I'm rye put a little butter on it yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. it's okay put some butter on it uh, okay so let's talk about this floor show okay I mean uh, we talked I, I could gag for hours about Abora but I guess the way that I'll sum it up in one sentence is that I'm still haunted by all of her performance. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. And she does it into the deliberation. Mm -hmm. She does it into the extermination. Oh, uh, you know, I only watched like, you know. She does this. She's like laughing as if. She knows she's on camera, which you know it's a drag show. Mm-hmm. But she has her 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 fingers are curled, and she's like, uh, and laughing, oh, sure. laughing like her character. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, I mean it's great. It's 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 it feels iconic in a way yes. of like, oh, that's a look. When we think about if we're going to compare it to Drag Race, there's certain runways where you're like, oh, it that was, was the one. Yes, it was it was clown meets car like scary mm-hmm. n- 1920s cartoon, mm-hmm. scary melodies. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, and then then there was uh, Kendra Onyx. Okay. Um, yeah, this didn't do much for me. The rat was an interesting prop that. Yeah, you know, I guess surprised me, but like it was. Um, yeah, the note like, that okay, I took was uh, she put the boob in bubonic. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, I think that because okay. uh, <laughs> the plague, <laughs> Kendra. You know, the note that they had for her and I had the same thing was at first I was just not into it, and as it went on, I was, I was like, like, okay, okay, yeah. Well, I think this. I was more like, okay, I saw um, Monarchies and James, and I'm like. Oh, okay, Kendra, right. <laughs> I saw Monica. I saw Monica. Monica Shane. <laughs> Can we get Monica Shannon? Is Monica Shannon here? Oh, God. So, okay, so Disasterina. So what did you think of Disasterina? So, Dis- you know, she she's beaten up her children. It was an interesting performance. It wasn't memorable for me, Mary. Oh, I can't stop thinking about it. I know it. you can. crazy. It I'm- wasn't that memorable for me. I didn't believe the makeup either. Oh, my God. I knew exactly who what the story was. I knew who okay. this woman was. I didn't know why the babies were in the dress. They were, the, they were the ghosts of all of these children that I think she killed. Yeah. Maybe, I just she beat I, the fuck out yeah, of and, 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 and no, I think what it was is these babies... I don't know how they died. I don't want to think about babies dying. But she was haunted by these babies who were literally, they weren't haunting her like ghosts out in the world. They were on her fucking body. Yeah. And she's beating herself and the okay. and the ghost. She's trying to beat the haunting out of her. It's great. Uh, oh, I fucking loved it. Sorry. I just thought it was just so cool. Um, there was so much drama. Okay. I mean, um, I, I, yeah, I just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, that's fine. That's drag for you, Barry. Yeah. Um, I have. Oh, Monique. I just wrote down CrossFit. Because she was just like walking around with these buckets. I was like, CrossFit. That's what this is. This is just a mod. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked like it was unfinished. Like there was no, there was, I mean, compared to all these other girls. Yeah. You look at Victoria again, Victoria Elizabeth Black. Yeah. And then Monique. And it's your, you're like, you didn't, you didn't add anything yeah. to this. This is like in season four with the princess in the apocalyptic uh, runway the first one she did this like nautical theme okay it was like this um blue and white thing and, and orange it was a great look but one of the the notes was like there's no dirt sure you look really right, clean right, it looks right. really like it looks great but like it doesn't look like the apocalypse happened yeah and i think it was the same thing here of like if you've been if if you are you know doomed to just be like walking this this punishment the rest of your life why is there no water stains on your dress yeah like where yeah where yeah. have you been Mary? yeah yeah like what it was between her and James. It's interesting that they kind of like made made up this episode, and mm. then were, were similarly mundane. Yeah, like totally. in the same way, two boring white dresses. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Speaking of James, I mean, we 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 referenced her earlier. It was just like it wasn't. I yeah. just don't think it was part of this challenge. Yeah. It wasn't even part of the show. Are we on the same show? Right. Yeah. I mean, and and apparently we get that quote wrong. I think it's um. What was it? Because his girlfriend's talked about it. Are we on the it. same show? I think she says, am I on a different show? I think that's what it was. <laughs> am I on a different show? I'm happy to keep it as are we on the same no, show. We're, yeah, that's we, what we say. We, we fuck up things. That's yeah. How, yeah, that's We're like dads. We just get the quotes <laughs> wrong. Um, so. Um, so we have uh, Dolly as oh. the shaman. Yeah. Yeah, as the shaman. Yeah. Oh, my God. The yeah. shaman. Come on, shaman. I uh, thought- this was creepy. So creepy, yeah. and, I, and it was so a layered look. And I love the way that they created this segment and used her. Like, 
the cinematography and the music when Dolly would appear was very specific. Oh, I see what you mean. And really well edited. Yeah, it was well edited. Like they featured her really well. Right. You know? Yeah, they did. And and they reveal um, Erica Clash behind her. Yeah, that was really cool. Which I thought really was cool. interesting. Um, and I think it helped Erica, if mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. She was like a wolf? Yeah. I The note I took was, uh, you wear wolf it well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but it was. She was. Boo. She, oh, no. <laughs> Well, the audience was howling, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was it was an interesting. I I think that Erica again. It's it's interesting to see what Erica is how she's entering this coffin. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be a bitch pudding. I don't think it's going to be dead. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like a, a, a graphic dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually I like that I get to see a. Like there's so many of these queens that are like you know Monique, James are doing the same thing. Yeah, Erica, by the nature of her drag, has to do something different. Yes, and so it's at least interesting to see how she interprets it. Totally, and she has a little bit more of a challenge having to figure that out, mm-hmm. and is thus in every single extermination. Yes, I mean yes, I I give her that. She goes through every single one. Fucking sucks. It's crazy. Not uh, every one that she's for the season for the episode she's on. Sure, um, bitch pudding. I I you know I gotta say like if you. It's hard to watch this performance. You got to pour one out for this performance. Yeah. Let me tell you what. It is nuanced as fuck. Yep. I mean, like, the, when, when she starts shaking, Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. She totally took the note. It like, was like she was horrified by her own situation. And I love yes. that. Yeah. I, it was, I mean. I, I, it was, it, it was, it, it didn't become drag anymore. No, it was this whole other thing. Yeah. Like, I think this is where it really proves the point of, like, floor shows are, are so much more than the look yeah. and drag is so much more than the yeah, look. I mean, it's know? interesting because like drag, when you see like a, your standard drag show, like therapy, mm-hmm. like you're supposed to kind of escape yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, into some other world or uh, be, you know, be challenged by gender. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm looking at a floor show, I'm escaped when I watch something like that because I'm like, this is, Oh, oh, this is uh, this is happening. Yeah, it was. I'm watching a movie right now. Yeah, you're creating a new reality. Yes. Yeah, it's I mean, and of course, there's always the opportunity. And I don't necessarily think there is like commentary in these. But I think this kind of drag lends such an opportunity for commentary. You know what I mean? It lends such an opportunity for like, what can you do in one of these floor shows to talk about your own horror in your own life you know what i mean like monique shame like for and this is all just theoretical right that like she's got all these demons in her life and she does this scary fucking drag that it's kind of one-to-one as this platform to work her demons out okay whereas if monique was just doing beyonce numbers like how are you gonna work your demons out on single ladies you know right right um i guess you could right but i so i think that like because they're they're having to pull from really dark places the opportunity to tell real stories is there but they and I don't know if that happens in this season, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there is the opportunity with this kind of drag to go to some really real yep. places and not escape. Right. You know? Yeah. No, that's, it's very true. It's almost like not escaping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, horrifyingly. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria Elizabeth Black, oh, this fortune teller, uh, the fire. Your I mean, future's it, on fire, Mary. <clears throat> yeah. It was, uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was a whole was, thing. That she brought this. Mm-hmm. I think what Miss Kitty says I mean, she really could have like killed herself. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think about when uh, backstage in season six, when they see Courtney act with the wings, mm-hmm. it's like they see Victoria Black with the fortune teller booth. Right, right. And it's like, yeah, Santino says, do the other queens just shit when yeah. they see her? It's like, <laughs> exactly. Like, did like Monique look at Victoria and go, okay, oh. <laughs> 
look at her, look at you, spot the differences. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we get to the deliberations. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. I think that Monique, you know, um, uh, one of the, the Boulay brothers, Draca, is that his name? Drac? Drac. 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 Oh, I say Drac. No, Drac. Um, <laughs> it's Drac Morda and Swanhula. Oh, okay. oh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, um, sure. So Drac makes this point about Monique of like, you know, should we be giving an opportunity for this kind of drag to really be seen? And right. really like, and to me, Miss Kitty says it best. She's like, well, no, you, you are. You She's are. Here. Yeah, you are. She's here. She should be doing it from day one. Right. It's like when Vivacious That's came on. That's what I was going to say. It's yeah. like, I feel like this is similar to Vivacious. And at what point do you say, yeah, I want to see more of this drag, but it's not meeting the standards of the competition. Right. You know, and that you can't keep someone just because they're doing Different. something else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was the same thing, and I think uh, it's the same outcome. I think yeah. Vivacious could have gone another couple weeks, but... Mm, that's certainly true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I noted the Charmin moment because I just enjoyed the, the, the break. Oh, yeah, when they had a little moment. Yeah. It was like a, it was a outtake. Yeah, and then we, and we got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it, it just yeah. be like relaxed. Yeah. And it didn't seem rehearsed like, you better stop. Oh, exactly. It didn't seem Michelle. like they were... Yeah, we're yeah. performing breaking. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, they, of course, have questions about who Victoria Black is. I think that's an interesting narrative to follow this you season. You know, I rem I, I'm going to go all the way to the end of the show, but, like, they say to her at the end of the show, like, we've been pushing you all along. Yeah, yeah. On purpose. Right. Like, if we just praised you the whole time, like... You wouldn't... Yeah, yeah. because you're that great. We could have just praised you right. the whole time. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's, like, Chanel. It's the Chanel problem. <laughs> that they just nag her the whole season. <laughs> oh, God. Um, this is a tiny nuance, um, but there is a moment where they are... Apora, they're you know appraising Apora, and then and I think I have the hardest time oh. saying her name, and then bitches in the bitches background, in the background. And it's just like that Alyssa and Coco yes, moment. Yes. You notice that? Oh, <laughs> I totally noticed I, that. that. It was great. It was great. Yeah. It was so Marys. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, they put her right behind her. They put her right behind her. So in uh, season five, when Alyssa lip syncs "When I Grow Up," and then when she's announced as safe, the camera like. Um, Crossfades? Yes. No, it's not crossfading. It's, it's um, um, it changes depth. Yeah, it change, yeah. It's like that. The focus changes to elicit in the background, seeing her like, oh, Ugh. she's making it. And they do the same thing, more or less, more or less, with bitch in the background and, and Deborah getting right. um, she's like showered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank God Victoria wins. Yeah, like, and not Abora. Um, I think that Abora could have won when I first watched this. And I guess if I'm being honest, when I watch it again, like I. Because I'm more haunted, and still, to mm -hmm. this very moment, uh, by Abora, Bora's look, yeah, that should have won for me. Yeah, I think it was like... It was impeccable. The, I think it was the extent of the show that Victoria put on okay. that earned yes. it. Yes, oh, for sure. But yeah. I hear you. Like, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, and I think Dolly was like a very fair um, third Yeah, place. the third. Because it was great. Totally. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fair that everybody else kind of... Was in the bottom, mm -hmm. but if you had to pick three on the bottom, who would you have picked? Oh, okay. So I think that just for the narrative alone, and I think just to shake bitch up, you know, just remind <laughs> you, put that latex shake a bitch up. You gotta shake. You gotta shake that pudding. Yeah, see if it's set. You know what I mean? Um, get this pudding, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get this pudding. Yeah, it doesn't work as well as those cookies. Yeah. Um, I guess I would say bitch. I would say Monique and James. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I have Monique, James, and Kendra for me. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. Bitch's performance was so outstanding. I agree. I think performance-wise, I don't think Bitch deserved bottom three. 
I think in the narrative of like it's almost the like show? it's almost like Raven early season two. Raven. Like, Raven. What about me? Raven. Like her second lip sync the in the country challenge against um uh what's her name? Oh uh, right. Never gonna get Misty it. Never gonna get Summers. it. Summers. Yes. Yeah. That in that case it was just like Listen, Raven. If you want to be here, I just need to yeah. prove it right now. You want now. to get on your throne. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if like you, if you want to make it, we just need to know right now if you really want to be here. Sure. And I think it was a similar thing of like, all right, bitch. Like, if you're gonna be amazing, we're gonna put this fire under your yeah, butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, she certainly rises mm-hmm. and rises and rises. I mean, next week she wins. Yeah. Um, and then she just. <laughs> He's and then she winning. just kills it. Uh, um, <laughs> she just kills it. Um, so then, uh, okay, so yeah, so then it's this paintball challenge. It is just fun. It's It reminds me of season one All-Stars when they go out and they play basketball. Yeah, I didn't really watch the scene, to be honest. It's, yeah. it's, it's nothing. They're literally shooting each other, and mm-hmm. one of them gets shot in the leg, and feelings get hurt, and that's it. Oh, okay. Um, have, and, you ever, have you ever done paintball? No. It's awful. What, I, I can't believe you've done it, Mary. Uh, did yeah. you do it because you were dating somebody that did it? No, I think I was um, 13, and it oh, was because okay. uh, my, my father took me and um, yeah, my father. My father. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, another F word. My life. Um, uh, he took me and my brother and his then girlfriend at the time and to some paintball place. And I was I had never done it before. I didn't really want to do no. it. No. Um, it hurts. Yeah, so I bad. know. Somebody told me like, oh yeah, we should go paintball. I'm like, why? Yeah, I got shot in the head. And then I was done. Oh, did you cry? I think a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then I like hid and was miserable and hated it. I mean, here I am. Like we went like go-kart racing and you went paintballing. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it. Uh, all, all you need is a father who should have never had kids. Oh, um, shit. So anyway. Um, Talk about darkness, man. Yeah, right. Hey, um, we're going to go there. Adult in the room. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So no, it was paintball. It was very silly yeah. and uh, everybody was having a, a fun time watching it. Yeah. And you know, Monique went home. It was very subjective. Cause I guess the, it was like, Oh, whoever has the most hits on them. I'm yeah. like, okay, well they all got hit. That's the thing is it feels very subjective. Yeah. This was, this was a subjective thing. Whereas I can see the piercing one being like, okay, yeah, Monique can't go home because she literally didn't move. Right. Like she literally got through it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. But this one seemed, I was like, okay, so Monique went home. I guess I, um, I could have seen Monique or, I mean, I guess I could have seen James going home, but I think that she's given them so much show. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah. Whereas Monique, it's maybe they saw something else. I feel like they you know what I knew mean? like, yeah, like maybe this is like, this isn't a good place for her. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, uh, again, I'm very curious to kind of understand. It's like the more Monique is disguised, the more I want to know who that is. Yeah. You know? And also, I mean, I'm interested in that drag because it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like that feeling of like, oh, I love when I can see the queen and I can connect with her. And yet with Monique, I'm like, well, I can't see her. And I, and I want to connect with her even more. Yeah. Right. With yeah. like a side pony. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just want to <laughs> like. side pony one. I, I want, I wanted to see who that is. Yeah. 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 Um, you should see the, you should see Monique out, who of, would, out of drag. Who would play Monique out of drag in a movie? Give me a little. Uh, like Gus Ken, Kenworthy. Which one is he? He's the, which, the gay which, snowboarder uh, from the Olympics. Which waxed asshole is he? <laughs> Just say about that. I like my bleached asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, he's like a Gus Kenworthy. Oh, sure. One of those. Um, yeah, I, I wish I could show you now, but it eh, would be weird. It's all right. Um, so I did watch just the, the end of the extermination, that little like um, Halloween homage of Monique getting killed, because I just need to make sure that Fernie little cat was okay. Yeah, the Fernie cat. He was classic Fernie cat. He was cat. really fun. Yeah, a little mouth. Um, yeah. I did like the the bit that Monique got to do. Yeah, yeah. It was it was all like it was an exact uh, <laughs> Halloween homage with the through the through the mask. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, yeah. That was the first two episodes. You know, I I'm enjoying Dracula. It's it's an it again. I'm enjoying the break where it's like almost like we're still in summer, but now we're back to school. Right now, mm-hmm. this is like okay. If, this is our first class. But it's like my first semester. This class before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a new class. Yeah, a new class. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to meet some new classmates. It's a new professor. You know. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. New professors. Mm-hmm. New professors. Yes, yeah. new professors. Two turtle doves. Two turtle doves. Two boule brothers. <laughs> two boule brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, two boule brothers. Uh, yes. I can have two. <laughs> I can have two. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah sure, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Um, um, yeah, so they, you know about the boule brothers. You know they're not really brothers. You know that they're partners. I is, Oh, are they like together together? Yeah, they're together together oh. for 20 years. Oh, see, I meant to do all this research on them. And I didn't, so I'm very excited now oh. to get to know that they are they're a power couple. They are a power couple. Oh, that yep. changes everything. They're a power couple. Um, I also think that the names of these drag queens out of drag uh, is are are great to know. Um, I'm gonna give you one name, and I want you to guess okay whose name it might be. Okay, okay, Stephen Glenn D L. Pronounce the how do you spell the last name D I E H L. Stephen Glenn Deal, maybe it is. Deal. Um, Dial? It might be Deal, because I, I knew someone who's listening was real, and it was just the same thing with Mar. <laughs> um, so, Stephen Glenn Deal. Disasterina. Oh, okay, no. Okay. Disasterina is, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Treops Trefid. Ooh, how do you spell it? T-R-E-I-O-P-S. T-R-E-I-O, Okay. Like triops, yeah. Tri, maybe yeah. trio, 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 trio. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's all, yeah, maybe it's all like silent at the end. Yeah, right, right, right. It's just um, Trey Smith. Yeah, and then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did she say? Uh, um, uh, it's not Guidice. It's oh, it's Johnson. John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we went all the way back to the old country. <laughs> Turns out it's Johnson. <laughs> um, okay, so what about Dimitri- Demetrio? Ashudo. Demetrio Ashudo. Erica Clash. Victoria Elizabeth Black. His name's Demetrio. Demetrio. Oh, you're right, gonna Mary. you're gonna want to get a new bench because right. it's <laughs> warped at this point with flooding. Oh man. Uh the one name that nobody knows, besides the Boulet brothers, I don't know what their real names are, mm-hmm. um, is Kendra Onyx. We don't know what her real name is. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder uh if if because she's well, I don't know. You wonder if like because she's religious, whatever, maybe she's concerned about Connecting back to a different side of her life. I yeah, don't know. yeah, um, but yeah. So you know, it's interesting to hear as we're talking about the the darkness in these queer people. Yeah, um, you think about their names, and you're like, oh, okay. So, you know, Ryan Maslow has gone through something. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, Mickey Torres. Who's Mickey Torres? That's Erica Clash. Oh, that's a cute name. Yeah. Mickey What's Torres. Dolly's real name? Dolly. Yeah. Jeremy Bryan. Oh, he looks like a Jeremy. <laughs> He's a Jeremy. Uh, and Monique Shame or Monica Shame is Monica Na- Shannon is uh, Nathan Wayne. 
Nathan Wayne. Nathan Mon- Wayne. Nathan Lane. Nathan, yeah, right? <laughs> like, all right. I see why she... Uh, all right, Mary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Felony Dodger is Johnny Wells. Oh, that's cute. It sounds um, like a drag... Uh, or not drag. It sounds like a porn star. Oh, Johnny Wells. I think of Johnny Weir, the oh, figure skater. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking of Johnny Hazard. <laughs> um, <laughs> James Majesty is James Barker. Yeah, I figured it was a James. Yeah. Um, and Stephen Glenn Deal is Bitch Pudding. Oh. Puddin. Oh, puddin. Oh, good. But yeah. bitch puddin. Bitch puddin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and, and what was his name? Israel what? Israel? Oh, Israel Zamora. Oh, so was he like a model or something? Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. Works for me. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Show me your asshole. So <laughs> model that. My waxed yeah. asshole. Yeah. Do that job. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean this. I'm I'm really into this. It's so funny, like the headspace of like shifting out of Drag Race Thailand, which is like the opposite of this. Oh, I know. You know? This is very dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like still having a good time. Yeah, I like that we're kind of like going six feet under for this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Versus and like it's yeah. very accessible. You know, I, I feel like people should watch this if they haven't. And oh yeah. So keep like open minds. I think Dragula. I feel like it's been on on YouTube as like like legitimately. Yep. I know it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Like. It's so worth It's easy watching. to find. Yeah, it's so easy to find. Yeah. And so for some reason, you can't marry. I think it's just a matter of like. Yeah, and if you're squeamish, just skip the exterminations, man. I do. I'm not missing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just skip them. Um, we'll just tell you what happens. Or Johnny will. Because I'm not going to yeah. watch them. Um, I barely watch them, to yeah. be perfectly honest. But I, I watch them for the sake of the podcast. Because yeah. I know that I, 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 I respect you and your space and you don't want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll glance, but uh, anyway. <laughs> don't stare. But I won't stare. <laughs> yeah. I want him to lift, but not press. Oh. You know? Um uh, uh, sip, don't slurp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can it be up? Can it be down? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. It's weird that I think Canopy Up, Canopy Down is officially I like. I can't believe that. Made it. Working yeah. its way into Bonnie the Bonnie Hunt. Fucking Bonnie Now and Hun. then. Well, our Marys uh, that aren't matrons don't know that quote, but that's from Now and Then. It's Bonnie Hunt says it before yeah. she explains the birds and the bees to her daughter. Yeah, so if you want to get in on that, you should become a Patreon at, <laughs> or a matron, a matron, excuse me, yes, at patreon.com backslash all right Mary. That's right. Which we should mention just before we, you know, wrap things up. I know normally we talk about it later, but let's talk about it now. Yeah. Because. Oh, in, in the theme of Dragula. In the theme of Dragula, we're keeping things pretty spooky for the next spooky eight fingers. Weeks. Whenever we say spooky now, yeah. um, you should know that just like when we do the hands for BDBD or, or the, the shoulders. shoulders for BDBD, mm-hmm. um, when we say spooky, we're doing the fingers. We're doing the spooky fingers. It's spirit fingers. But, well, like ghosts. But like spirits. ghosts. Like yeah, spirits. spirits. Yeah, spirit. It's, it's spirit fingers. Yeah. But it's spooky fingers. No feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No feet. No feet. No feet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are putting on our spooky fingers for some spooky Matreon. That's right. So if you are not a Matreon yet, like yeah. now is the time because next week. Oh. Well, first of all, the one that's coming that, that just came out, which is kind of a good warm up, is, of course, Rosemary's Baby. Yes. And then coming up after that is going to be. Beetlejuice. Shh, don't say it. Three, Ooh, two can more only say times. it once. Don't yeah. say it two more times. So, um, and and we got all, we just did our schedule for the rest, um, all the way through Halloween. Yes, and we have got a solid lineup. Yeah, can we give them one more? We can give them one more. Otherwise, I want surprises. Okay. The witches. The witches. Yes. The witches. Yes. Uh, which is a childhood classic of mine with Jelly Houston. With yeah, with yeah, <laughs> yeah, with Angie Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's Angelica. Ge- <laughs> Gelly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gelly. Um, you're with Angie Houston, with Brenda Blevin. 
with Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson. That's yeah. right. Bunch of great mice. Um, <laughs> Jane Horrocks from Abfab. It's a great cast. It's a great cast. Um, so anyway, so yeah, that's our, our horror theme. But you know what, Marys? If you have thoughts on Dragula, if you want to chime in, um, if you know some tea uh, or know where to point us to like some maybe some videos or some tweets or anything, yeah. um, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary uh, on Twitter or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or you can find us via email at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Johnny also. And of course, you can get more of me on my podcast, including lots of spooky episodes coming up in October. Um, in the details, I just did my three-part series on Valerie Cherish. It's a great podcast. Well, thank you. Mary's, you know, it's it's very hard to do a solo podcast. And it's really hard. Colin, uh, I will say that Colin knows three things about everything, but Colin can also spin a discussion just very well and, and and it's not empty so uh go take a listen it's oh, it's, it's worth the uh worth the wait oh well thanks yeah yeah <laughs> uh must big girls were worth the wait yeah <laughs> uh no i yes i uh Val- cherishing valerie was uh it was an undertaking but i'm like really happy about it so um if you want to get more of that you can find me on in the details you can also find more of me on twitter at colin drucker and as i mentioned before you can find more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right mary yeah um and of course you know like you know the drill if you have not gone to itunes and at least left a five-star re- uh, review or five-star rating but even better left a positive review like now's the time mm-hmm. this is it yeah, yeah let's do it mary make it happen totally yeah um so we have a an interesting last chance lip sync i think while we're reviewing dragula we're going to be kind of in that lane and thinking about what dragula queens might Lip Sync 2. So this one um, is an interesting find. Um, It's a Tori Amos cover of an Eminem song. Now, fuck Eminem, okay? Like, not into his homophobic language, not into his misogyny, and, you know, he can hug Elton John all he wants. But what Tori Amos said about this song, which is uh, 97, Bonnie and Clyde, um, is that when she heard that song, she immediately went to the wife in the trunk. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And so she recorded this new version. And I can just see, I would love to see uh, this performed in a very creepy, cool, Mm -hmm. even almost empowering way. Yeah. Yeah. You could do, you could tell a really interesting story with the song. You can be drag. You can have commentary on really dark shit like we were talking about before. Right. And you just like put on a fucking performance. Yeah. You know, make that coin. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's. It's taking something that's ugly and finding the pro-feminine, which I really love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so go Tori Amos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this one's a little creepy, Mary. But, but uh, that's kind of what we're doing the next goes. few weeks yeah. or so. That's how it goes, Mary. Yeah. So uh, otherwise, we will... Otherwise, otherwise what? Um, we will see y'all or talk to y'all next week. And uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. in the car seat. Where's Mama? She's taking a little nap in the trunk. Oh, that smell. Daddy must have run over a skunk. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's kind of late to go swimming. But you know your mama. She's one of those type of women that do crazy things. And if she don't get her way, she'll throw a fit. Don't play with Dada's toy knife, honey. Let go of it. And don't look so upset why you...